0: Look, it's a flood. It's It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. What was the
1: last sitcom you watched?
0: Last sitcom I watched, uh, like, the newest one or the most recent? Because I watched, I was on a Cheers vendor.
1: Are you, you're a sitcom guy, though?
0: I mean, I'm Nick at Night, TNT, kid, so. Okay, okay. You know, like, if I'm going to talk, like, great sitcoms, you know, I'm going to lean on, like, you know, the work of the Cosby Show, and.
1: <laughs> when was the last time you watched I Love Lucy?
0: Oh, man, since, uh... A full episode, it has been over a decade. I have, however, since looked up I Love Lucy like bits on YouTube.
1: Have you ever seen The Dick Van Dyke Show? I have. Ah, uh, fan? Um, in the campy kind of way. The Monsters?
0: Uh, the Monsters, no, not really. I'm familiar, but no, I never really watched. What about Get Smart? Uh, yes, I've definitely seen some Get Smart.
1: I've actually never seen a Get full episode of Get right? Smart, right? Yeah, yeah. Dog. What? Was yeah. that a joke? That was he's a joke. A
0: smart guy
1: do, do, do. yeah, he's got jokes. Uh Ooh, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes, yeah, I've seen the that, Mary that Tyler was, Moore. Yes. yes. So first, wholesome. Yeah, uh, but listen, like wasn't that was like the first single working woman uh or one of the first. No, single. didn't she
0: get married in the show, and that
1: they had like separate beds, and that was totally normal. And that was a thing in uh, I Love Lucy too. Apparently, that was like a a thing back then culturally, uh, for like better sleep. I feel like we've covered that on the show before. That somehow
0: makes me uh, think it's
1: involved with
0: PTSD or alcoholism, or no, both. I.
1: There's scientific studies out there that say separate beds for couples could lead to better sleeping habits for couples because you're not fighting over covers or like space in the bed. That might kind lead of to
0: damaging other aspects of,
1: of, of your relationship. relationship. But That's why you push the beds together. Listen, listen, all our old you TV shows- You got a sleep number where it divides it in half. Uh, ever seen the Bob Newhart show, Faulty Towers? Mm. No, but I'm familiar. No, unfamiliar. Taxi.
0: The movie. It's been a very long time. The show, no. Uh,
1: you did say Cheers.
0: Mm-hmm. I, wrapped, I watched that recently. Yeah.
1: The rest of the list gets into shows like The Simpsons and uh, Seinfeld. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is on there, right? So why? What? What the fuck? You know, Cam- do you want a bug crawling around? Mm-hmm. I'm not really that that worried about it right now. Look,
0: this is blooper reel.
1: This was cold open.
0: Cold open, and blooper reel, same thing. It basically is the same thing. I mean Who writes cold opens? We're not Saturday Night
1: Live. I'm not writing cold open, but um Out of all of those shows that I named, which one would you say was probably the most influential? Cheers. You think Cheers has been the most yep. influential out yep. of all of them? Yep.
0: I think Ted Danson, like, I, I heard a take where it was like, Ted Danson might be the greatest American sitcom actor of all time, and I thought about it, and I'm like, you know mm. what? Not a can not you list, an awful take.
1: Can you list Ted Danson's body of work?
0: Cheers, The Good Place, Modern Family. That's for three pretty big ones. Yeah,
1: no, no, I. you're not going to lie. Uh, uh, Arrested Development was considered one of the best sitcoms over the last 10 years. Yes, absolutely. There's always money
0: in the... We've used Arrested Development drops multiple times. I think... multiple different drops... Arrested
1: Development being considered one of the best sitcoms of the last 10 years, though, is, like, a big shows the progression 20 years for Arrested development shows the progression time. of uh sitcoms throughout time right like when you look at like the dick van dyke show and i love lucy right and, then and like family Arrested matters and
0: then
1: how i met your mother right like before that married with
0: children right oh, i hate that show i hate married with children
1: it's too everybody it's... loves raymond yeah. uh whatchamacallit um What's the one? King word? of Queens. King of Queens. Oh, that Seinfeld? Ride. Yeah, yeah. Seinfeld Friends. was on there. Parks and Recs. Uh, That's a great one. Parks and Rec is great. Use it. Modern Family. Modern Family. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh,
0: that might be the best one. Critically, does, that might be the best one.
1: Does Curb Your Enthusiasm count as a sitcom? Like I don't even. Do you, like, so, like, Modern Family...
0: I think it uh, it might be sitcom in the most pure sense.
1: Modern Family, Arrested Development, Parks and Recs... uh, Curb
0: might be a sitcom in the most pure sense. They are literally just given a situation.
1: And it is unscripted. Do you think... Make it funny. And you think that that's how the... Because I don't know much about how... The older sitcoms like I Love Lucy, Mary Tyler Moore, uh the Dick Van Dyke show, how those shows were like written or scripted or produced, right? If you think
0: about production constraints, it's max a three-cam sitcom.
1: So they can only right. do so many different cuts. And, and and even back then, the I Love Lucy days, it was one camera, if I remember right. Yeah, like uh three cam didn't come around until much later. Like was Cheers a three cam?
0: Yeah, Cheers would do multiple cuts, like cut here, cut here, cut here. Okay, cut here.
1: Yeah. okay. I don't. I just. I'm. I'm trying to think about it, and I, I. don't remember if Cheers was a three cam or not. I feel like three cam didn't come three around. Three cam is normally like, just
0: full stage, focus on one,
1: focus yeah, on. I, yeah, yeah. obviously. Right, and I feel like that wasn't a thing for sitcoms for a really long time. Yeah, it's like, like the staple. I was gonna say, I feel like that was more of a thing for like soap operas. Uh, for the longest time, right? And it, well,
0: I mean, the three cam thing is really only set up. I mean, it's like set up for a studio, so you literally never have to break the fourth wall. You can actually just have a a stage, like.
1: Um, I like how I like how he's trying to explain to me why three cams are used, but he's still not justifying his assumption of when three cams came into like picture. Um, I, I would feel say, like um it's it, it could be Cheers. I don't remember enough of Cheers to remember whether that was I three cameras. I Love Lucy cut. I Love Lucy I was definitely, I
0: don't It wouldn't cut like a crazy amount. You're going to make me like, like
1: Google this shit for absolutely no reason.
0: Look, hold on. Let's just assume that I'm right.
1: It's a good, safe assumption. Go ahead. That's it. (laughs) Let's
0: assume that I'm right.
1: Uh, funny, funny jokes, jokes, jokes. I love Lucy. In later years, CBS would devise a laugh track from several of I Love Lucy's audiences and use them for canned laughter on shows done without live-action audiences. So, I love Lucy. (laughs) the first laugh track sitcom might be the original laugh track. Audio, so i didn't like a TikTok audio, <laughs> right? Um, and it also says, I Love Lucy pioneered the use of three cams to uh, lead into it becoming the standard technique for production of most sitcoms filmed in front of a studio audience. So I was Not- right. No, you weren't because you said it was Cheers, is actually. I know. Love Lucy. I-, I said Cheers <laughs> used it,
0: but I also said I think that I Love Lucy used it as well. Look,
1: man, I'm going to do the editing. The level of wins just... on the technicality are rising rise. up and, and hamming it through. through. No, we're crashing. We're not hamming it through. This is die And Ziggy. And welcome back to your favorite weekly pop culture digest, The, the Flood. Flood. That's right. That's right. Where we take our pop perspective to put the culture in context and make the mainstream make sense, sense because, because if, if we, we don't, don't make sense, we don't
0: make dollars!
1: Holla. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. at the flood pod on everything. LSI! And is on everything. Sitcoms. An American staple. Do you feel like they are still culturally relevant? After we just ran off that list of shows. I mean, How many of our Zoomer listeners even knew some of the shows that I was naming earlier, right? Like, you know, tweet at us, uh, let us know, at the floodpot on everything, your second reminder. I will tell you. If you knew any of the shows that we were listing earlier, if you've seen any of
0: them. As a media consumer, when I'm scrolling through a streaming service, I rarely select a sitcom.
1: Especially now, like, I feel like Netflix is trying to keep the sitcom alive. Hulu has some great original. Like, and also, as we kind of got to at the end of that discussion, right? What is considered a sitcom has widely branched out, right? Like, I was about to say, I watch more animated sitcoms
0: than I do live action.
1: Family sitcoms. Guy was listed as one of the best top 10 sitcoms of the last. 10 years
0: Pizarama right?
1: better than on there uh, better be on there no it's not that's a uh, shame It's is awesome.
0: like almost objectively the best animated
1: sitcom this is also an AI generated list oh right <laughs> so <laughs> but it has it's got sources um you know Arrested Development has an 8 out of an 8.7 uh out of 10 rating on IMDB Always Sunny in Philadelphia has an 8.8 8. that's if that's considered a sitcom oh right? absolutely that's <laughs> definitely a sitcom the Office was on there with a 9, Community, and 8.5, How I Met Your Mother. It's uh, a trash show. <laughs> but it's got an 8.3 rating on IMDb. Still trash. So, so it's also probably like the most recognizable when you say sitcom, right? It's probably How I Met Your Mother
0: <laughs>
1: or Two and a Half Men. See, um, no one told you life was gonna Fringe. be this or, way. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they just don't hit like that anymore, right? Like uh, like I said, uh, Netflix has a couple of them. I know Mike Epps has got one. Dude, one there. you can literally remember. go into a crowd and go, and people will be like,
0: that doesn't, this that doesn't mean, year. just
1: because you can remember the friends clap doesn't mean anybody's still checking for it. Friends. My Look, biggest,
0: right? a, there are a lot of people how far off that do can recognize you, the Seinfeld theme song you off, you off of two
1: bass notes. How far off? Since we got a How, since we got a How I Met Your Father already, how far off do you think we are from, from Son, a Friends reboot. <laughs> the check isn't big enough to get all six of them again. It won't be them. It'll be new ones, right? It's a reboot. Be, like It's a whole new cast, right? It's not going to work because it would have to be multi-ethnic. It, that's... Friends I, that's only that's worked exactly because why. it was six white people. No, no. This is a <laughs> new era, dog. You got to get that shit, get that gatekeepy shit out of the way. Listen, the boardrooms is different. The WGA just cut that check, baby. So it's... Meanwhile, ty- SAG
0: Aphra be sitting
1: there like... Ooh. How are those AI actors working for you. <laughs> those
0: PS2 rendered AI yeah.
1: actors. Y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready for an AI youthful Matthew Perry in this bitch. You're not, you guys can't handle that. Y'all can't handle that kind of, I couldn't handle it. If they reboot Friends, I think, I think I'm just going to quit. Why like, am I life.
0: blanking on the actor who played Joey?
1: Uh, I, I, Matt LeBlanc that's it Matt LeBlanc <laughs> I almost said Danny Tamborelli. shout out to Danny Tamborelli. he's
0: PGP! P
1: also definitely for getting slimed all the time definitely shout out to Drake and SZA. Uh speaking of Drake and SZA let's talk Billboard Top 100 enough with the and sitcom news this
0: week's hit on the algorithm is
1: Snooze by SZA that's right. That joint is climbed up to, what was it? Number two on the Billboard charts. Mm-hmm.
0: Giving her multiple Billboard top fives off of that same album. Including uh, Kill Bill and I think Vampire? No, Vampire's not No, that's Vampire's Olivia
1: Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, well.
1: oh. Look, man, just be happy of listening to pop music. Just be happy I'm being cultural for the podcast that we host suck my dick. The fuck is you talking about, bro? Doja Cat is still number one, by the way. That's Oh, we've used that title already. Nine weeks on the charts, Doja has spent that there. Uh, like I said, SZA is number two. Uh, it's been Snooze,
0: on the charts, but it's been bouncing in and out of number one.
1: Snooze has been on the charts for 43 weeks now. Taylor is number three with Cruel Summer. At 22 weeks, she's been on the charts with that joint. Uh, Fast Car, Luke Combs, 28 weeks. And this week, uh, first week on the charts, is 3D Jungkook and Jack Harlow with 3D right um and that joint has peaked at number 5 with its first week on the charts uh have you been streaming anything relevant that you'd like to share with our audience
0: uh music or in general music wise um i mean i've been listening to the hip hop caviar so i've gone through a lot of that drake
1: album um, uh, the, for all the dogs has got listen that album is uh controversial to say the the jack Cole song though uh, that uh, that boy don't miss um, but yeah like that and offset's, the gunna mixtape that came yeah, out and offset's new album drop uh westside gun just dropped a new album that's got a lot of people talking uh lil wayne had that fix before the six that we mentioned last week
0: i had uh, i mean i've listened to my discover weekly there's a couple random rock acts that i found on there
1: so as we've been talking about lately right like rock music kind of is having some bit of a struggle yeah. trying to get its its footing so yeah. i thought it would be kind of cool to take a look at five rock songs that actually crossed over into the pop charts and like have dominated the popular spectrum, right? Like, you know, five times rock music has the, the, crossed the five over five times. The, not the five times, <laughs> but five times according to American songwriter that, that had rock brought themselves
0: into American pop, pop
1: perspective, the pop perspective, right? Uh first of them being Bohemian Rhapsody making my point immediately right for this smart mouth. It's, it's uh, not my favorite song, but no, I will but it go is to a... bat
0: if, if, if the argument of greatest song ever written comes up. Wow. It's not my favorite, but I will wow. go to bat for Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: I feel like, okay, I have a hot take about Bohemian Rhapsody in a second, but would you call it a pop song? No. You wouldn't call it a pop song? No, no you just call it a rock ballad? Yeah. Even yeah. though it crossed over into the pop chart. Yeah, but no, that's a rock song. Even though it's recognized by popular media. And it yeah. might be what some might consider, like, the Hallmark card of <laughs> equivalent of a rock ballad. It's a rock song. Still a rock song, no, not, not a pop crossover like, to you at all? Like,
0: look, it has pop appeal, but... That's that's the Queen whole point. Queen would never
1: let themselves be called a pop Pop band. rock band, of course. Oh, my God. All right. I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Oh, classic. Pop rock? Classic. It's not pop N- rock.
0: rock. It's rock. Rolling Stones are rock. Even if it is popular appeal, they're still rock. Okay. All right. Hotel California by the Eagles. Still rock. Classic. Not exactly like the guitar shredding rock song, but it's it it's a rock song, and it's, it's a classic. I mean... Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Also very thoroughly a rock song. Yeah,
1: but also popularized yeah, by the Rocky movie. And also used in mass media, just like most pop songs. Yeah. Um, You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. Hey, shout out. That's number five, by
0: the way. Most overrated, super famous rock band of all time.
1: Some might call them a pop
0: rock band. I will never ever consciously listen to ACDC, but anytime I hear it, I begrudgingly sing along
1: because they write their songs to be infectious. That's an interesting, an interesting take. Uh, One might say, especially when you consider that pop music in itself, after we listen, you know, listed this, these five songs, right? And shout out to you if you've heard all five of those songs.
0: I have heard.
1: They are all classic, classic, classic. Very, very much. There's not Um, a single one that came out
0: after the year 1990.
1: Also, all classically, categorically, rock songs, right? So, with that being said, these were crossover hits that entered into none of them were
0: released after the year 1990.
1: That entered into the streams of people who might not normally listen to rock. Right, even somebody like me who does not normally listen to rock music knows all five of these songs. Right, they have they are mainstream lexicon, yeah, right, they are pieces of Americana, um, despite the fact that Queen is from England, and that's why I said mainstream lexicon. Yes. Right, yeah. so with that being said, what is pop music? Right, pop in itself, pop, we've talked about this before, uh, but like pop music in itself by definition, is popular music, right? If like, you put a
0: 100 people in a room, play a song, and more than half of
1: them know it, that's pop. Pop music, right? It's not always One Direction, right? And all, But also, the Beatles, which categorically are also rock music. They, but... they are
0: pop rock. And the only reason they're called pop rock is because the Rolling Stones, which are holy rock, were their contemporaries. I was gonna say, but
1: at the time, like, did you know the Beatles? I was gonna say, would you call the Rolling Stones their contemporaries or the Beach Boys their contemporaries? Both. And and I would say more the Beach Boys, right? The Beach Boys were the American Beatles. The Rolling Stones were the gutter
0: punk Beatles. Those two were from Britain. The Beach Boys were actually constructed
1: as a response to the Beatles. I feel like people that's like world building listening to. I feel like people who were growing out of the, like, sockhawk barbershop rock music were leaning into the Rolling Stones, the uh, Chuck Berry's of the time, right, like, that kind of, like, because, like, you say the Rolling Stones were the contemporaries, but, like, let's not forget that at that time like we also had like the burgeonings of like Motown and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, like so the, there was a lot of... They call it the British invasion because of two bands. There was a lot of anti like pop going on at that time. Right? Um, but categorically though, when the Beatles came down off of the boat onto the pier, they were considered rock music. Regardless, and they no, are they, they were like rock they are, music in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely, that and they pop should be. rock band is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just like so, hip hop is going through this
0: expansion from like the nexus of the pure sound.
1: Yeah, rock and, did the okay, same thing. That's the whole okay. So, so that's back like onto the Chuck Drake, Gary, leaning. Elvis, into, hold on, the Progenitors. Let me let me take it right because leaning onto the Drake thing, right? Like last week we were discussing. Drake's dissatisfaction with the reception for all the dogs, right? He can't get no (laughs) satisfaction. And the issue is, is most real hip hop heads consider Drake a pop rapper, right? Which really hurts Drake because at his core, Drake is a rap stand. And he's super pissed off that people won't give him his flowers and put him up there with the greats, right? They won't put him up with the J's the Nas's, the Pox, the Biggs, even though he's one hit away from Michael Jackson. He's a fantastic performer. He's one hit away from the biggest pop star of all time. But he's mad he's not accepted as one of the greatest rappers ever, right? So, and his argument So here's where
0: I fall on this.
1: Just because he's popular doesn't mean he's making pop music.
0: Drake is mad that he's not one of the best Rappers of all time, that's because he's had people ghostwrite for him. I don't put him in the same category as pop star as Michael because he doesn't perform the way Michael does. Michael was a full-out entertainer.
1: Right, that's Beyonce, right? Like, they say the greatest entertainer of our time. Also, also, (laughs) like, but, uh, dude, I saw Beyonce broke some fucking world record for, like, I think highest ever, like, tour sales revenue. Like it's like Taylor Swift the, is having a, a measurable no, impact
0: on the US economy right
1: now. So is Beyonce dog. I'm telling you, it's in the billions. And that's like, Okay, that okay so the there's shot, there. like a discourse going on about like the way those two things are being covered right now. Um and I'm Are not, they all, both on tour right now? They were, yes. Like Beyonce was doing the Renaissance tour and Taylor was doing the Eras tour. Right, and it, there was a lot of similarities going on between the Hive and the Taylor stands. Right, um, the like the Swifties and the Hive. The Swifties in the Hive. Right, like they were doing matching outfits for like different aspects of different runs of the shows, and like it, it was crazy. Right, and they're both releasing movies for the tour runs that they just yeah, did. Yeah, Taylor's movie is dominating the box office, and Beyonce's movie is doing crazy numbers too, right? So, like, they're running neck and neck for greatest pop performers of all time. First of all, Ladies is doing crazy. That BET Awards I think Beyonce is a better pop
0: star and a bigger pop star
1: than Drake. I, there's no, I, I honestly, like, there's no question, right? Especially from, like if we're saying that Michael, if we're, is weird no like Drake if we're comparing, Michael, like, dude, if we're comparing Renaissance to for all the dogs, it's not even really close. close. It's not it's even, not even fair. It's not. It's not fair.
0: Like let's not do that. Like right. Drake puts out way more music than Beyonce. If Beyonce wanted to compete with Michael, I'm sure she
1: could. It, it's honestly, it's it's kind of crazy to me that Drake is only one hit away from Michael. I think it's because of his run on features, right? Like I think if you look at his, the number one hits that he's got on the charts, most of them are features, you know, probably featuring future, uh, the Migos, right? Like artists that he's helped introduce. That's one of the things Drake is really good at, right? Is um, helping, I guess, give that like leg up to new up and coming artists. some people would say, you know, that he's piggybacking off of their hype. There's different ways to look at that. Um, all I can say is that it is, <laughs> he does sit in this weird gray area where it's hard to acknowledge, or it's hard to ignore his cultural impact, but it is also kind of hard to categorize the impact I was going to say,
0: really respect it.
1: I don't know if I disrespected. I just don't know if I, I don't respect it the way I respect like, Michael. Like Kanye, like Kanye, right? It's like he's asking for something I don't know if he qualifies for. Right? Yeah, uh, at least Kanye, Kanye musically as a producer is a fucking genius. I I think it's hard to discredit the talent that Drake has. He them. recognizes talent. I don't think We're he just sure. recognizes talent. Like I said, he also is really good at like amplifying energy, dude, and even his own energy. Rather, it be vapid for sure it's not just him surrounding him god i can't believe you got me fucking like arguing in favor of drake the shang sung of rap but like let's not ignore that shang sung was a master dude like he was a kung fu master and drake so was kakashi did... okay whose that... floor are you gonna use yours <laughs> and that's that's my point and every time drake does it he moonwalks with it Right, so that cannot be. Hey, you know who else made a career out of
0: Copycat? Kobe Bryant. Copied every single Jordan every single move Jordan had. Right, and you give
1: Kobe his flower, so why can't we give Drake his? Because Kobe didn't have a (laughs) ghostwriter.
0: At the same time, like you can't you can't have somebody else do the athletic work for you.
1: Like I mean I feel like Drake's doing a lot of legwork, but this last album to comparing was, Drake
0: and Kobe to Drake Kobe and Jordan, I feel th- like that's, that's a loose comparison. But what I mean is is Kobe was someone who was able to do it successfully just by copying somebody else.
1: But I feel like Drake has done quite a I feel like the Drake Kobe comparison is pretty accurate. The, especially considering the cultural impact that they've had. Some things that have also had an impact this week are...
0: Jada Pinkett Smith!
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. You know we gotta talk about Jada and her book-selling as antics, That's though. the most important thing that's happened in the past week. Spotify is at it again, trying to steal revenue from uh, authors this time. Best Buy has stopped at it
0: again with sales of another beloved piece of physical merchandise.
1: (laughs) Netflix is back with some more wild shit.
0: Including
1: physical merchandise. And a whole bunch of other wild shit, but we'll get into all of that after this break. Look, it's a flood. A flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick,
0: we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.
1: It rest- is.